The future belongs to those who control the culture, and the culture belongs to those who control the conversation. So we are having the conversations you wish you could have at church to build a safe and vibrant community. This is the Oz Table Talk Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Oz Table Talk. My name is Luke. I'm at the table with Chris and Steve. Hey. <laughs> the energy. <laughs> the energy is here. We are live. We're not live, live, but you know what I mean. Like, I'll, 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 we're, we're on. Man, like now yeah. that I've like talked all of the uh, talked all of the energy out. Yes. And it's just coming back to me that I have just been like nonstop for like the past week or two, and then it's like. Oh, now we have a break. Now Are you jet lagged? No, because I think it's, it's a, not that different, right? It's not that different. It's like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because it's like the same. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong hemisphere, right la- uh, longitude. Ish. Ish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I had didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I was expecting it to be. Worse. Didn't even think of it like that. Um. You, you know, for anyone yeah. listening, we should tell them that it's Japan we're talking about. Yes. Yes. I did go to Japan. It was right. a lovely time. As I was also telling these guys, and. I don't know if if you had if like just before I was so full of energy, but now I'm just kind of like. That's because you've already told us some of the cool stuff, ah, and so it's just sort of like I have dumped. <laughs> <laughs> I am content now. Yes, we can vibe. Yes, yes. you've earthed. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel. Cool. Well, well, yeah. Just to <laughs> let's say to to wrap up some of these uh, Japan thoughts, what was. One thing that surprised you and the thing you enjoyed the most. One thing that surprised me. This is a bit difficult to answer, as I told you guys before, Mm. but because I've been a fan of Japan and I've been watching and reading up about a lot of things about Japan, there, there, there wasn't a lot that really like on first arrival, like stood out to me, Mm. but I think, I, I think uh, what was refreshing was I was I was almost in a world that I kind of could gel with, um, like like unlike my family who are from Bundaberg, they've been living the slow life. I've been spending the year, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, I mean, in my concession. Snails. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it like that. Um, but in Brisbane. Uh, Thing, things felt fast and in Japan things felt faster mm. and it and with the amount of people and just the 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 flow the the flow of of movement that that you can do going from train to train place to place it it, it almost feels exhilarating mm. and uh you know there were there were lots of bad there were, there were lots of times of stress and mm. stuff like that because you're on a holiday but I think genuinely the thing that I was most surprised about was how much I I, I love the feeling of going through, and also the feeling that the thing that I most enjoyed about Japan was the same thing, was that kind of experience that, man, this is a this is a, this is a country that I heard about and I really fell in love with online, hmm. and I'm falling in love with it. <laughs> online dating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he met his love. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. <laughs> And the experience was great. Yeah. Awesome. That's really cool. <laughs> so, uh, second date? Second date. <laughs> Boy, Maybe. if that's a date, it's an expensive date. Just saying. <laughs> I am so glad that was not my trip. That was my family's trip. <laughs> was, one day I will go back, I think. That will be... And I'll have a completely different experience. Yep. And maybe I'll tell you guys about it. Because I didn't really see Japan, as I, I said. Mm. I saw a little bit of Japan... And I went to a couple of islands off mm. the coast. So, yeah. Yes, yeah. save it for a part two. Bless. Very good. So, this episode, we've just, in our timeline, I don't know what timeline you guys are listening in, but in our timeline, we've just recently clipped over the new year. And so, I thought it might be a good opportunity for us to swap modes and return to thinking just a little bit about that and perhaps New Year's resolutions, how we think about 2024 as we're going into it. And uh, yeah, just to see how you guys think about that, because very, like very long-term listeners of the podcast will know we have talked about New Year's resolutions in the past, but that was a very long time ago. And I'm quite literally the only person in this discussion who was there. So I thought it would be cool to get 
some input from you guys, what New Year's looks like for you or in your minds and how you navigate that. So I thought that a cool place for us to start the discussion, I mean, we'll, we'll get into some of the details, but a cool place for us to start might be for each one of us looking at the the year in review, like 2023, what is, let's say, what what are three highlights? Maybe a, um, a, a personal, like a, a personal highlight, something that is maybe a uh, either study or a career highlight and what's the third, what was the third kind that I was thinking of before Maybe some, something else like there's a wild card highlight in there that might might could be anything what would you what would you say go over that again yeah <laughs> okay so, so the, a a, yeah. a a career or study highlight a personal highlight and a wild card just something that was really cool that you think is worth saying Well, I, I, it should be easy for you, Steve, yeah, like yeah. at least to start this. I feel one. obligated to. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, personal highlight was um, got engaged and married to Rach. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, you both in the one year. That's right. Yep, smash I'm not and grab, gonna... baby. Smash and grab. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let you off with that being two, though. Two. Highlights. Yeah, no, no, no. no. It's not, it's not <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. Mm. Um, and it's been good. Mm. Career highlights. Um, oof. well, I've almost, fi- I spent a week over the Christmas break doing my CERs and the, What's CERs? oh yeah. So for my severe registration, I need to submit assessments that I'm competent. So I've finished like 95% of them. I got probably one more to do, which will encompass a few things, but I'll just submit one more, like a, an addendum to the ones that I submit, which I'll probably send away tomorrow. So that's exciting. Um, so, I mean, lots of feedback with that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Just some fun boundary stuff, mm-hmm. probably for me. There's not like any one highlight because my job is very samesy. Yep. But yeah. Rip. <laughs> oh, and a random highlight. Oof. I don't know. We could cycle back if Chris has got something. Yeah, go for it. We could, we could probably make the random highlight like a quick fire round. Yeah, we'll do oh, it like okay, okay, right, right, rapid right, fire round at right, the end. Change rules right. mid game. Yeah. Sounds like my brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be flexible. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right. Um. Okay. Uh, personal highlight i think i got to do a lot more music this year and that wasn't and but not in the way i was expecting Mm. like me going to go uh moving to brisbane and meeting uh so many like cool uh adventists uh and developing this circle of 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 musician friends (laughs) as i as i like to say um it's definitely been really fulfilling Mm. not only because uh playing uh, music and like great music and music in church and music for ourselves, but also it's uh, it's collaborative. It's almost mm. everything I I wanted, and uh, it was really a kicker when one of the youngest in in our friend group was like, uh, we were we were just jamming in an afternoon, and he was like, this was literally like what I what I wanted to do in high school. This this was the guy that was saying, and I I didn't know how to tell him that this was also the exact same thing I've always wanted to in high school to have like a like an ensemble just to, to play music and mm. like have fun, have fun with. with. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, cause in my mind I was, I was fully expecting, uh, music to be a bit, bit of a back burner thing, uh, just cause of study. And because I was like, I wasn't sure if I could commit to doing music in university, like mm. using my, would children. there be enough of you to go around sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also just cause of the, the level like mm. of, university music man it's just so <laughs> but uh i'm glad that i met those people had those great opportunities and hopefully this year i will continue that yeah nice um and school and career wise uh hard hard thing i think school has definitely been a bit of a challenge but i think the same way that i enjoyed meeting new people in church and for music i, I definitely enjoyed the the experience of, of going of going through university, um, me and meeting people that um, I was I was attached to, and learning a lot of, uh, le- learning not necessarily learning like new stuff, and that's not really the point. I think, excuse me. I think, what most excited me was just the opportunities to learn all of these all of these crazy cool new things hmm. in this new space in this oh. new environment i think that the the theme of this year has just been new new and even if it hasn't been 
completely good or completely bad, like ups and downs. But the new stuff is definitely, I think, what I want to hold on to and keep engaging with for the, for the, the coming years, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah, nice. Mm. For me, I would say um, career-wise, I, I feel like the our, the business that, that I run, I, I feel like it grew up this year. Like we went from something that was fairly unstable and... Um, you know, definitely had the whole MacGyver feels thing going on at the beginning of the year. Uh, now has a degree of stability to it and a lot of cool opportunities coming up ahead. And so uh, at the end of the work year, it was like Friday a couple of weeks ago, I wrote um, I wrote a, a summary of, well, this is what we accomplished this year and uh, to share with the team. And when I finished writing that, I read it and it was like, wow, and until I wrote it all down, you know, you don't necessarily keep it all you know, in, in front of mind. And that was just really, yeah, I found that really encouraging. And so that was definitely a highlight um, professionally. Personally, I don't know. It's it's hard to, hard to kind of say. I think personally, I'm just a lot, I have become much more comfortable being who I am and needing less external validation, which has always been something that I have struggled with in 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 the past so um, i'm just becoming a lot more comfortable with being who i uh who i am without necessarily having to um you know polish it or you know it's it's not lying but you know what i mean but without shaping it for the the audience so to speak so i'm grateful for that so what about the uh the random random highlight to insert just something great thinking about that (laughs) <laughs> you just totally forgot. <laughs> so something, just pick something random from the year that you that you're keen for. That was good, worthwhile. Mm. Well, I think this year was the year I went solo. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. with gliding. Yeah, flying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll jump on that. I'll add. <laughs> <more>. <laughs> Going up in a glider for the first time with you was it was definitely a uh, a unique experience. <laughs> no, not that I went up with you, like yeah, actually yeah. in there, but we went we went out together to the the gliding, yeah. And that was way different than I expected it to. I I did not expect the amount of um amount of ex- like the acceleration, the the, the G's that, that that hit you when you're going up. Or didn't expect like hardly any of that. <laughs> Also, didn't expect the the vast amounts of nausea that would follow me for the following <laughs> hours, but um, I'm very grateful that I had the experience. Yeah, so that, right. that that's that fits into my uh, random highlight category. Did you guys explain to me the kind of gliding that you were doing, like fixed uh, wing? Like, is this the one yeah. with the with the with the wing, and then you're on the bar? And no, you're no, just, no, no that, that, that that would be hang gliding. Hang so, gliding, yeah. right? So, so this is. I'll see about the photo. Is there a technical name? It's like sailplanes, right? Yeah, sail. Well, yeah. If you wanna, you can call it anything you want, really. Yeah. Um, but no, you you are in a an unpowered aircraft. I mean, that's that's Luke in the cockpit there. Ooh, nice. There yeah. And then I'll see. That's an added post. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Yeah. Oh. Sick. So, how do you how do you actually get up? That's it's, oh, that <laughs> is the wildest part of this whole thing. It's literally a death trap. <laughs> <laughs> there is. Here we go. Here we go. There is. Stick with me. There is a V eight motor that is attached to a large piece of metal with a cage on top, where someone sits in there and a big winch on the front. They hit that thing and it and it goes absolute nuts. <laughs> and that winch is on a small nylon cable that goes two kilometers down the runway and attaches onto the aircraft, and it reefs you up into the air at blistering <laughs> pace that feels like you could be going to the moon. <laughs> you you are you are going at an angle that feels like it will not quit. It, you like it feels like you're going straight up in the air and then the cord lets go and, yeah. and you're just up there just like, here we go <laughs> here it is here it is okay so, so look look matter real um yeah here we go oh, uh, in post yeah. Yeah, so we, yeah so anybody that wants to see this uh look me up on instagram it, i've got a public profile on there so it, it's luke f88 and I think it'll be like the last reel or the second last reel on there will, will be us all yeah. going. I think gliding. the last one's my box and then, then it's... And then this one before it. On, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. From from what I was seeing it, 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 do, it did actually look a lot slower of an ascent. Than yeah, look, it feels think. fast. I know yeah. it looks slow. Yeah. It feels fast. For the, for the uninitiated, it is, yeah, crazy fast. Yes. 
I don't know. I can't see. Yeah, it's almost to the end. So okay. cool. Yeah. That yeah. is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I got up there and I didn't throw up, I got to fly it a little bit for a little bit. So um, <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Yeah. So good So fun. what was this opportunity? Was this for your stag? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, my box yeah. fighter, yeah. I yep. was like, Brad's like, what do you want to do? And I'm very much a boring person, <laughs> even though that's not boring. But I was going to say, you're a boring <laughs> person and we're flying with no engine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a boring person. But I was like, well, let's let's go flying. I would have done it like the morning of the wedding, but I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that so would have been sick though, just coming to the wedding. I'm really glad that you didn't do that because yeah. then I would have been like trying to do like grooms many things uh, whilst you know trying not to throw up so i'm <laughs> grateful i wasn't doing that yeah so it's good yeah we went out flying in the morning and then we left like just after lunch and then we went out to um like where i used to live at avondale and then we went to the beach with like all the boys and then played footy and then ate pizzas and, and played games it was pretty good <laughs> yeah we were just chilling yeah that's, yeah, yeah that's, just, that's how it should be it was good yeah it was an good. awesome day yeah that was a good day so uh, ha- having I mean, that, w- that was like a real side path but it was fun <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm not sad about I mean, that that is a highlight yeah totally a highlight so uh, did you have one in mind still trying to think still trying to, uh, d- yeah. don't stress so the the other the place that I wanted to get to anyway I, I, obviously coming with up to the you know hitting the new year now we looked a bit in the in the revision mirror but do you guys have any any rituals or like do you do New Year's resolutions? Like what 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 does New Year look like in your collective brains? Or do you just All not right, care? I'll be, be the easiest answer because like also I'm the youngest, so I don't have as mm. much of an experience with you guys. But New Year's was is definitely tough. Like mm. and I think I think from early on I, I realized that unless I had like it was easier to f- fulfill specific goals that I wanted in the year mm. than to make a long-term goal for myself. And I'm and I'm saying that I'm just trying mm. to preface that because mm. I haven't I haven't lived as long of a life as you guys. So maybe in the future mm. I will try and make something permanent that I'm working towards throughout the year. But at at least for the moment, uh, I I've never been able to stick to to one thing let alone a new year's resolution and so personally i i don't really see like much hope in it for me or like much potential you feel like if you made a a news resolution so to speak it wouldn't be adhered to so why bother making one is that the kind of feel (laughs) yes and i think i also remember trying to as a young as like a a kid Mm. and then not being able to and then realizing wait a lot of people can't meet these resolutions and so i guess i don't think there's a real expectation anymore Mm -hmm. from society at least like it's almost a meme now to make a new year's resolution resolution. yeah so that's where i'm coming from Mm -hmm. yeah i can relate to that a bit like in in the sense that i probably went the other way around like i made resolutions much more when i was your age than i do now Mm. so uh, i i used to do it and I think the I'm fidgeting with things like I'm I'm doing your it's job. Contagious. Yeah, I know I'm doing your thing today, so I, I need. To, I haven't clicked anything yet. Yeah, I know I need to put my, <laughs> pen, put my pen down. I've dropped it on the bottom of the mic stand like <laughs> so many times. Uh, yeah, like so I I used to do that kind of thing. I I had a tradition that I used to do right up until I had kids, pretty much. Maybe I even did it a year or two after that, but it's kind of dissipated now. But my big New Year thing that I would do every single year. On New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, I would sit down with a large sketch pad and I would mind map out. I didn't even see it go. Huh? I didn't even <laughs> yeah, see it. Yeah, me neither. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> one moment and then gone the next. I was like... It just... It just yeah, well, I had one here on the table, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even bring it for these purposes, but when I was, I was using this pad, because I got heaps of these pads hanging around, uh, I was actually looking in here the other day and I saw there was... There you go, Luke 2017. Oh, wow. There you go. That's beautiful. So, uh, And so these were the things that were in my life in 2017 and like all of the attached thoughts. And then I would sort of prioritize based on that. Like, what do I want more of in my life? What do I want less of in my life? What are the... I do the 80-20 analysis. What are the, 80, what are the 20% of the things that give me 80% of the positive results that I like? What are the 20% of the things that are giving me 80% of the negative emotions in my life? And how do I optimize those two things? I would do that every year. Um, but 
I think there is such a thing as a momentum in, in one's life. And I, I'm at the place now where I do regularly make new commitments. Like, you know, you could call them resolutions, but I don't make re- New Year's resolutions, right? Like, it's just yeah. when there is a resolution that my life needs, I will just add it. You know, right. arbitrarily. It does, I don't care if it's the 3rd of September. It's yeah. uh, m- my life needs this thing in it. So I'm going to add this thing now. Like, I don't see any point in waiting for a yeah, specific I was, time. I was thinking that before you started listening, the, um, like, like explaining your position is just like, yeah. if, if you think that a specific date or an event is going to help, like, it won't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's like, right. you need to be motivated outside of the fact that it's, Oh, I made a promise on January 1st. Like, yeah. no, like you don't care. You just think you do. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's, that's interesting in the sense that I, and I don't know if this is the same for other people, mm. but in, in my mind, I imagined uh, that Jan- January 1st or December 31st making a New Year's resolution. Now, now less of a, I did that on the, on the new year. So mm. therefore I have to complete it this year mm. yeah, and more of the, I, I the idealistic well all this stuff happens in the in the old year and I would like for it to change in the yeah. new year hmm. and and so this is my resolution of what I I would like to do yeah and what ends up happening is that <laughs> there is still the same stuff because it's it's a new year but nothing has changed yeah. and that's where that's the rub I guess hmm. uh, I wonder what you guys think. yeah it's definitely a touchstone like as in it's a great time of year to reflect and like what Luke does like I think that would be very beneficial if I could be bothered um, but I, but I feel like I critically analyze what I'm doing during As the year do anyway it? yeah I'm yeah. just kind of like eh this isn't working can like yeah. <laughs> it's not mm. it's not something that I just grind through if I don't have to like I'll just go oh well what can I do better and just change it um, but yeah I, don't know. I think you're very good at that though I think that is probably something that you have really like you don't have a need for it so much because you are good at doing that. Yeah, it's it's hard. I feel like I, I was looking at yours, going, "Heck, I don't think mine would be that busy." But I feel like if I actually mapped it out, it probably would be. And like, it's I don't know, it's hard keeping track of all of the stuff you do. Mm. Oh, I, I think you should absolutely do it, even if it's just to demonstrate to yourself just what your life looks like. I think yeah. it's very helpful. So, like I said, I haven't done that for a really long time. But the main reason for that is that I am very conscious of my life right now and and what's in it and what I want in it and what isn't in it. Yeah. Um. So I don't feel the need to do that. But um. Yeah. My, my life pretty much spins completely around my, my well, personally, obviously my my family, my health. You know, the health of my family, like those kind of like personal aspects. Mm. My business is where every other part of my energy goes. And for ministry, like this podcast is it. And so those like three areas to my life is where everything exists. And I'm fairly conscious of what's in all those areas. So I don't have to do it anymore. But um, when I was younger, I feel like it was, everything was very nebulous and I needed that to yeah because i was i've always been bad at saying no to things if there was a cool idea i'm just going for it you know just jump in both feet you know and full and full commitment to it yeah um and you reach a certain point in your life where it's kind of like okay i i've now found my limits and i know that if i keep committing to things that means other stuff breaks and so you have to start going back the other way and you know like i feel like the first Maybe in the first 25 to 30 just years. Like load the cart up. Yeah. And you're like, ah, that can go. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly it. Like the, I think the first 25 to 30 years is exactly that. It is, yeah. it, is show, it is how much load can you put yourself under and find where your limits are. Figure out the, the couple of things that really move the needle and you really care about. And then mm-hmm. you spend the next 10 years correcting for that imbalance and getting all the stuff out of the cart that gets you back down to focusing on the things that you are truly most passionate and most equipped to do. Yeah. yeah. I think that's challenging though, at least for myself. Cause I, Oh yeah. I have lots of things that I don't know. I like to be busy ish. Mm. Yes. Around quiet times as well, but I like to have my finger in a lot of pies and I like to keep myself as diverse as possible. I don't like mm-hmm. limiting. I don't want to say limit myself, but it, it feels like limiting myself. If I was like, oh, I'm only going to do this for the next year. I'd be like, ugh. Mm. but I do find the same thing. Like you've got this priority list of things. So like work, church, family, yep. and then things like gliding, the fire brigade, 
like things that I love doing, but mm. they become very peripheral. And it's like, you're just living life and all of a sudden, oops, um, all of a sudden it's like, oh, I have a Sunday that's free. Oh, and the clouds look good. All right, I'm going flying. Like, yeah. you know, like it's yeah. just balancing everything and things just live on the back burner mm-hmm. and just keep like a mental tab of what's there and occasionally you just pull it out and play with it and put it back there where you <laughs> focus on the important stuff. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Do you think like you had New Year's resolutions in the past before? Wait, sorry. I'll, let me rephrase that. Has there been any New Year's resolutions that you guys have stuck to? Or not even a New Year's resolution, but something that you made one year or that you promised yourself one year and it came to fruition eventually. Mm-hmm. And how did you guys um, mm-hmm. end up accomplishing that in one way or another? Mm-hmm. Do you have any ideas? I would say the it depends how you qualify success. So the, the success of a, of a resolution, I, I would say, is not necessarily in doing the thing every single day. It's in doing it consistently. And if you fall off, getting back on, right? Like, you know, you could, like, I know one of the, the things, I mean, who hasn't had a New Year's resolution to exercise more or like, you know, like some, there's some really cliche ones with good reason because they're things that people need to do. But... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Okay. You do, you bro. Straight up, you should be exercising. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone should be exercising. Everyone should be. Yeah. Like, you don't want to die young, exercise. Like, it is that simple. It is like the, the number one uh, that thing that will extend your life without knowing anything else about your health. Um, But, yeah, you do not know me. Um, But, the, yeah, so, but my point is, I don't think I've ever consistently stuck with something like every day of the year, but as long as it was something that like, if I fell off the the wagon this week and I got back on it next week, like uh, the fact that I think the all or nothing thinking where it's like, Oh, well I, I stopped for, you know, three days or I stopped for a week, you know, oh, it's, over now. it's over now. Like oh. that, that kind of thinking is, is useless. But, um, I can't think of a specific one that I that I made, but like I said, my tendency is usually to have these things not necessarily at, at New Year, but um, exercise is a good one that I uh, I made a resolution around that, not necessarily at at New Year, and I have for you know more or less stuck to it. So you know, like I have I've had an injury, so like I was off for for a while as an example, but um, yeah, by and large. Exercise is something that was not a part of my life in any kind of regular way five years ago, but it is now, so as an example. So. Sweet. Mm. It really just takes... It takes many resolutions is what yeah. I'd say because like you do it once and then you, you, you miss and then you, you do it again and yeah. over time you get more consistent. So it, the, the thing is not giving up because the minute that you say, oh, well, you know, I'll break it anyway, so why start? <laughs> like, yeah. that is, that is like death right there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not the best at like the whole resolution thing. I normally need external stimulus to yeah. get me to actually commit to something. So, do you go and look for that? Um, so, like, because that's, that, that's a big deal. That's a big thing. Probably not deliberately. I would say yes because I'm like, yeah, I'm just that organized. But no, <laughs> I guess in like getting my CERs done, like, um, I often find myself in places. So like, I applied for the new job, and I was like, oh well, like if I get this new job, I've got like, like two to four weeks if I get the job to get this done at work, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna have time when I'm back at work. So I'll get it done over the holidays because then everything that I've done in the last five years, mm-hmm. I can. Be like do the reporting on and then anything new I can just finish them off at the yep. new job if I get it yep. so like that was that was an example of that but traditionally it's like um, like mm-hmm. something goes wrong with my health or you know and like Rach has me drinking smoothies now with banana in them and I hate banana but <laughs> it's just I don't know I'm so doing. sorry for your loss I know you <laughs> are not you just went bomb I know. I, I, I don't know how anyone can hate a banana I'm in sorry. a smoothie. But I, I don't know. Why. Are they at least frozen? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes them well, she, put, she put. She did put fresh ones in them one day, and I was like, <laughs> 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 but it's right. We got there. But I don't know. So stuff like that. It's, I don't know. Because what I will say is, I, I think that ex- like recognizing that you're extrinsically motivated is a really powerful thing when you utilize it. I don't have good self will. Yeah. If it's there, I'll eat it. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the word Art Yankovic song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Uh, I spent a lot of time listening to him when I was younger. Uh, you have to, uh, you have to show me later. Oh, uh, we we can talk about this after the yeah, show. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, now my brain is on I'm a weird Yankovic train. Thank you, Chris. Uh, wow, I just have this desire to like you know break break into a number of songs now. Um, <laughs> Yes. So what I was going to say is like recognizing that that motivation comes better externally. Like I use social media to help with that a lot. Yeah, I've seen you do that. Yeah. So like I will do, there's a number of ways that I do it, but like if there's a challenge, I will like overshare it on social media because then I know that people are watching and it's sort of like, okay, they know that I'm doing it and they know that I've committed to do this for 30 days. And so like, Mm. I don't care if I'm like marriage. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's what you posted on social, so you keep no, sticking no, no, to no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> like you do it in front of a bunch of people because apparently, yes, like marriages with more people at the wedding have higher success rates. Yes, yeah, is, yeah, I get that. I get yeah, that. Weird side note. Sorry. Mm. No, but it's it's actually exactly the point though. Yeah. Um, for me, that is if I make if I make a promise, even though I know people are on Instagram, they don't care. Like they, yeah. they see they see my messages, like that my my stories, and they're just going to go, oh yeah, they'll forget about it. They'll they forget about it. Yeah. But the fact that I know they've seen it and they know that I've made that commitment, the thought that maybe they'll think, hey, I haven't seen Luke post for like a week and he was supposed to do that for a month. Like, I don't know. They, I just find that really challenging to allow that to happen. So I will do it. Like I might be going to bed at midnight and I remember I still haven't done that thing. I'll get up and I'll do it because oh, it's, it's just not, I'm just not capable of going to bed. That's not, not enough done. external motivation for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's almost, you almost remind me of like, like YouTubers almost or streamers who, who have like mm. have that content grind and yep. not because because not only do they have eyes on them but they also mm. have people who they employ to, mm. to do it mm. and i don't know that's like i th- i don't know if you think about it like this mm. but it's it's almost like a second job your social media and i wonder if you yeah. think about it like that or if mm-hmm. if you think I think about yeah. ATT kind of like that. Right. Yeah, like the social media. And to be honest, I have, like there's been a bit of burnout uh, like in just in my life in general in the last couple of years, which is really the only time in my life that I haven't treated it like this. But like anything before, let's say 2021, the um, like the release cycle of releasing 6am every Tuesday, like I couldn't tell you how many times I got up at 4am on a, on a Tuesday morning so I could edit, so I could release at 6am because I didn't get to do it in the week before. And that was just because I had said, I'm going to do this and that's, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let anything stop that. Um, you know, starting a new business a couple of years ago, that, that reshifted my, my priorities. And so ATT is still definitely a priority, but now I think about it in the sense of, well, how do we, you know, how do we build our, our, our donation base so we can afford to get someone to do it? Because I've just simply reached the limit of what I can mentally and physically achieve. So it's not that I am not committed. It's that I, I there's just literally not enough Luke. So, um, you know, that's why the focus is now on, on building team. So I think there's, you know, that that's probably a fairly significant, um, what's I'm looking for, like, you know, milestone in my life where I'm no longer thinking, how do I put more hours in my day and thinking, you know, how can I leverage, you know, a community to be able to do things? So, yeah. You know, it's cool. interesting that it, it kind of reminds me, I have, a, I have a couple of different tracks in my mind, hmm. but uh, one track is that it almost seems like something that, start, that starts as a hobby hmm. can actually transform your life in a really significant way. Oh, yeah. And uh, that, and... Uh, Maybe maybe for people who are making resolutions or big change or um, significant changes in their life, I think maybe one thing that we should all start considering is that is that is maybe how big this this might get, um, and if that's if that's something that you want to pursue. And do I want that? Yeah, and I think one example of that is when my brother started exercising. If people know, mm. you, you know, my brother, mm-hmm. um, he posts on social media Jacked. now. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> yeah. So great, um, and I love him for it. That that because he's de- he's clearly very passionate about yeah, it. Yeah, dedicated. I wish yeah. I could be that motivated. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Me too, man. I, I'm his brother. Yeah. Come on. Um, but uh, and and the other thought that I that I had was uh, a couple of years ago. I I was making music videos, and you were involved in one of them. Mm. 
Um, and that was <laughs> not singing. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I still like look like dancing in the background. <laughs> yeah, that was really great as a blooper. <laughs> but but genuinely though, you did you did contribute to probably my favorite video of all of the ones that I mm. produced. Um, and, and going back on that, the, I feel like one of the reasons that I that I stopped so early, if you can call mm. that period of time uh, premature, mm. is I feel like. I, it had gotten big, like it had gotten big for me. And if I wanted to keep going, that I had to get bigger, mm-hmm. and and now I had to up my expectations because more people were watching. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder how. I, I don't, don't I don't know if you have a similar thing to that, but Luke, like I don't. I wonder how you how you were able to 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 get through that initial phase. Did you have to have a turning point, like? This is where I'm going to go with with this thing now. It's about what it's about your expectations. Well, yeah. Like I, I start every. This may be a me thing. Like I don't yeah. know whether this is just nature of the beast here, but I start everything, and in the back of my mind, thinking like this could be like this could totally blow up and be world changing. Like I think that about every dumb little thing that I do. I I, <laughs> I just there's no in my mind. It's sort of like well, I started making. Uh, like I started my YouTube channel and I I was looking back on it the other day. I, I stumbled across one of my own videos and, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember when I did that and I watched it. I looked at the amount of work that I put into that video. Like no one paid me. There's no brand deals. There's no nothing. There's yeah. like like such a low number of videos on my channel. And it was like, it was so consistent. And like I had given thought to like the narrative arc of, of, the, of the content and, and how to communicate this and that. And I'm just like... I remember when I made that video, I was sitting there editing that thinking that I, like, hey, who knows? Even though I know all the probability says that it will probably just get a couple of hundred views over the course of the next 10 years and that'd be that. I knew that was the most likely outcome, yeah. but I still held that intention with, this could also blow up and I could be Casey Neistat in two years. Like th- You were definitely going for that vibe, eh? <laughs> yeah, well, that was just because that, that's what I appreciate, right? Yeah. And so, so that's the direction and, and I love doing that. Anytime I, I take on a new a new art form, a new discipline, a new whatever, I intentionally go and I go, okay, what's, who's like five people that I respect the most? And then I will start by trying to copy all of them and then sort of synthesize my own style out of that. And yeah, like Casey was one of the, one of the biggest influences. Like, like, you know, Casey Neistat, Peter McKinnon, Maddie Hapoya, uh, for anyone who's like in the YouTube filmmaking sort of area, I'll know all those names. And so I'm looking at those going, okay, I can learn these techniques. And yeah, it, anyway. So this is a side tangent because I all really this entire episode <laughs> is all tangential. So go for but it. I really love YouTube too, and I think it's just been interesting how. Okay, let me explain myself because <laughs> we normally do, Chris. Go for it. <laughs> um, one 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 other thing that also stopped me from from making those YouTube style those music style YouTube style music videos yes. is the fact that YouTube is changing, mm-hmm. like uh, Ugh, and for the worst. It's the beastification it's of just, YouTube. I mean, even Can I then, new yet, it's, please. Even then, um, it really depends on what sphere of YouTube you're talking about or what you're involved in. Yeah. But like, I, I, I think I wasn't even in that section of Casey Neistat necessarily. Mm. But at the same time, I'm not really in the section of Mr. Beast or that sphere of YouTube either. Uh, I think YouTube for me has gotten to the point where everybody that I that that YouTube recommends me now are video essayists. Mm-hmm. It's an essayist, sorry. Yep. Um, people who present ideas mm-hmm. and who make who, who make really thoughtful. Um, Johnny uh, Harris, Cleo Abram, <laughs> etc. Right? Uh, not mm. even not even that. Like mm. I think they have their own certain space, but um, and it's just I can't even like think about all of the creators I I have in my mind right now that I mm. as I speak about this. But my point is is that um, the nature of 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 YouTube as something that I want to do hmm. was, was just overwhelming for me. Like I, I, di- I didn't feel like I could, I could actually uh, set my expect. I, d- I think my expectation was like, if I don't, if I'm not like these guys or if I can't make music like these guys, then I might as well not make music hmm. or like, yeah. I know that people are on TikTok right now and are doing these really cool stuff, but I know I'm not like them or like, that's not my style. So <laughs> sorry. Um, Trying to that's okay. Help, we know you're rude. It's un- fine. Unhelping. <laughs> okay. But that that's kind of, that's kind of that's kind of uh, the up and down of of my my, my thought pattern hmm. with 
with just how complicated things were really mm-hmm. um and if i wanted to if i wanted to do something i i, have, I had to i had to find a platform to do this specific thing mm-hmm. or i had to, to to mold myself in the sphere of this other platform mm-hmm. and it was it was just all like mm-hmm. man like yeah. how do yeah. how do you do the things you want mm-hmm. at that point I, th- I think yeah i think and i know this is Gone stupidly off topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fine. I've actually got a plan for when we finish this chapter. Okay, so that's so good. That's good. All right, uh, we're, we're heading that way. Yeah, we're headed that way. Good I think the important thing is, and the reason why the people who are successful are successful is because they're doing what they like. Mm. Yes. Not because they're doing what they think other people want to see. <laughs> so when you were talking about your YouTube channel, Chris, and how you just wanted to make stuff, but you felt this like, like expectation on you like just that like so i'll I'll show you later there's a youtube channel that um interesting guy interesting perspective um literally just reviewed like prince of egypt and it got thrown into my feed i'm like what the heck and i I watch it yeah i think i've seen that on my feed yeah uh, the guy's name is josh keith um interesting like his channel has 17 videos on it oh wow Um, like like bugger all videos and he's gone through and like he literally just makes videos about stuff that he likes they don't they don't all like it's not all on topic. There's other guys that I watch who just they can, like I primarily like like the inventing space, like the guys who make stuff. Like I, yeah. I love like you're, you're in engineering YouTube. Yes, I'm an engineer. Yeah, engineering YouTube is so cool. Like and and history, yeah. yeah, and yeah. history, and mm. anyway, mm. that's right. But yeah, I think if you do what you love, and I mean you've got to have that creative spark which you already have, mm. and you've got to have other skills as well, like editing and videography and whatever else. But like you put all your skills together and if you do what you like and you're passionate and you communicate that well then people will be attracted oh, to you yeah. not mm. to your perfect like that angle was perfect or like mm. the music was perfect it's like no like this guy's like really passionate about what he does and yeah. even if it's like there's like a, a coding guy that i've seen videos of like is it yeah the one who's like is it in youtube shorts or does he make video games oh, i haven't seen it for a while but he makes like ai stuff and okay. like like not a good YouTuber, but he just like tells like good, interesting stories about what he's doing, even though it might be the most boring thing ever. Okay. But it's just like interesting narrative. Like it's it's him communicating what he likes. And if you're interested, you watch it. If you're not, then you don't. Like no. it's, yeah. yeah. Anyway. I, I agree with that, that. That's my two cents. So here is here is the part where I enter myself into the conversation and I and I and I direct us <laughs> to something that will bring us to a reasonable conclusion, maybe? <laughs> I feel like we are going to a reasonable conclusion. Yeah, we are actually getting there. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of consolidation happening here. But <laughs> the question that I, I want to sort of focus out at the ending of our discussion around is in all of these plans, you know, that we've talked about and how we think about entering the new year, what role in, in your experience does God play in that new year cycle of mm. choosing what to do and where to apply your attention and all those sort of things? What what role does God play in that for you? That's a good question. And it's like, a, it's probably especially relevant for me now because on, so like November, we were away on a honeymoon and job application came open, um, but it was closed and the door opened and I could submit a late application. And then I got interviewed and the interview went well. And I was like, oh, all the ducks are lining up. Like, this might be where God's intending me to go. And then mm-hmm. today I got an email saying, nope, like, didn't make the cut. I'm like, oh, I kind of bummed about that because I've been frustrated at work, you know, a few different things. But I've also had this weird sense of, like, I don't know why either, just, like, have I been making the most of the time I've had at work, mm. which I mm. hadn't really been thinking That's before then. Yeah, yeah, as in, like, I literally started reflecting going, what could I have improved on in my interactions? You know, what legacy have I left? Can I, you know, like we've got an evangelistic series coming up. Like, is there anyone at work that I could confidently be like, Hey man, come along. Like, have I met those milestones? And I think like I was honestly looking back going, Oh, like, you know, I didn't necessarily waste opportunities, but I didn't go out of my way to make more opportunities. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I felt like doors were opening, but Rach and I prayed and yep, door shut. So I'm like, well, that's easy for me. And yeah, it may or may not have been God. Like, mm. we don't know. But I mean, obviously don't have the opportunity now. So yeah, um, patience and more prayer. Yeah. So I think that's, um, I don't know. My The way I approach life is just, you know, use God's gifts the best you can. 
follow your passions and obviously like take God with you as best you can um, and jump at opportunities because you know you you got the opportunity why not take it and if not you can always get out of it again mm. so yeah. yeah I resonate with a lot of that for for me yeah. it's it, the way I approach it is fairly simple and that is I try to I try to get myself into the position where I am exposed to God in such a way so as I become more like him. Mm. And then I pick the things that I think are wise and that I and that I enjoy and ask him to close doors as yeah. appropriate. Yeah. And it's kind of that simple. I, yeah, I, mean, I, I have just to go ask God to it. close them because I'm I, I pry doors open. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's like, why I ask you to close them. I'm there like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> so like Yes, I can't take a hint, God. Please yeah, just slam like, oh. that thing. It's like I physically can't open this on Deadlock it. Yeah. 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 I don't know about you, Chris. What do you think? I think and I'm not gonna lie, I think this this year was it's just really crazy and I didn't have a lot of time to to, to, I guess to think back and reflect spiritually hmm. about a lot of things, and also I was this year I was trying to uh, instead of uh, going to God for a lot of decisions, I I was really stubborn and I was like, I really I really wanted to be the one to make those decisions, and I think what this year has shown me is that I also make really bad decisions, <laughs> <laughs> um, and not just because I'm a kid. And not just because I'm by myself. I just, in general, <laughs> um, like... And by the way, Chris, sorry. You're not a kid anymore, mate. <laughs> That's but, over. But, but That is over. But also, when, you, when you're young and you're yeah. by yourself. <laughs> you, get, you, you get the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Noodles for the win. <laughs> it's, uh, um, it's... I don't know. I don't, I don't remember where I was going with this, but uh, it's this, this year has is, is is definitely been one where uh, we're, we're getting help, I think, and and mm. uh, going to people uh, for for advice, even as someone who's trying to to to, to make. Uh, a living and make make a name and uh, and find like my own path, my own journey through life. Um, it's yeah. It sounds cliche. It'd be mm. totally. It's just totally better to have God by your side and to mm. have people there with you. Mm. And and so I, even though this sounds kind of dumb and really mm. simplistic, um, I I guess my takeaway is that like, you, I just got to start. You just got to start relying on God. Really. Mm. Um, and I, I'm a stubborn guy. I, I really wanted to make something work hmm. where like I, I could, I could balance, I could balance church. I could balance school. I could balance work. Uh, I could balance social life. I, I wanted to balance everything hmm. really. And I wanted to make it work, um, out of the, my own sheer will. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, like you you strike and you strike out and you strike out again and three strikes and you're out and and suddenly like things start to uh, uh, start start to be less rosy than you than you think it was especially for mm. a new situation like oh yeah I'm in uni mm. um, I have all these expectations mm. I have a specific uh, v- vision of where I want to take this and then it can all of a sudden you know. Yep. And you can't anticipate those things. Mm-hmm. And I think the only relief that you can find is going back to God and being like, you know, I don't think I can, I don't think any of us can do this alone. I don't think yeah. I can do this alone. And especially with the New Year's resolution, I think the only, only place, the only place we can, <laughs> we can seek the comfort and, and seek the guidance from is God. Mm. That's yeah. just me. I, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but, I don't think there's a better place for us to finish than just on that. I think cool. that I think that is what it is. 
So I hope you guys have an awesome 2024. We are coming uh, coming to you hopefully with a lot more content. We've got our backlog of content. I'm going to be releasing this uh, particular episode pretty quickly. So this should come out the same week we record it. We've got a lot of episodes that are ready to uh, get edited and get out to you guys. So you can expect some pretty regular uploads coming out um, over the next coming months. So get ready for that. Get ready to share them with your friends. Thank you so much for joining us for this um, very, eclectic episode let's call it <laughs> and we look forward to catching you guys next week god bless Shower thoughts. <laughs> you say it's been an eclectic episode but literally episode that i've ever been on has been the same vibe And that's the end of another episode. Just before I head off, I want to encourage you to go over to our page on Facebook and also our account on Instagram and follow us there because that is where we interact with our listeners and we would love for you to enter in and join the conversation. Also, while you're signing up, I would also recommend signing up to our mailing list on our website, oztabletalk.com.au. If you do that, you will receive our exclusive content because occasionally we do release exclusives and they only go out to our mailing list so i would strongly recommend you go and sign up for that if you have a few more minutes to be one of the most amazing listeners on the planet you can go over to itunes or wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review because reviews help us to grow and they help other people to find us so if you want to help us reach those goals please jump in and give us a review the final message that i'd like to leave you with is to let you know about our patreon account now Patreon is a way for creators to get paid for creating and ultimately what we do does cost money to get us hosted and have the services that we need to run the podcast and so if you'd like to help us do that jump over onto patreon.com slash oztabletalk and you can you can give anything from even a dollar a month upwards but at different levels there are different benefits different rewards that we want to give you just to say thank you for being an amazing supporter of ours if you can't afford that we would just gratefully accept your prayers because that is what our ministry runs on. And so with that, I will leave you to your day and thank you so much for listening to this episode. We look forward to seeing you guys next week.